Welcome everybody to the Cunts Knife Podcast. This is Kevin here, and I've got half of my people around me. Now, normally this half. is the Cousin Knife Podcast, where it's six cousins, six opinions, so that is half of, okay, if it's three of us, then it's three cousins, alright, we're keeping this in, but it's usually six cousins and six unruly opinions. He's including himself. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I have to count myself, but today, let's be honest fans, we are not here for the Cousin Knife Podcast. The stars are in formation, the moon is out and shining. And the prayer warriors have finally got together, and we have gathered around our square table. <laughs> I have my prayer warrior Dave on here with me tonight. He is risen. I have prayer warrior Britt with me tonight. What up, though? And I have prayer warrior my brother Kai right here. He rose. He has risen tonight. And the prayer warriors, we shall talk just in the same vein as because of my podcast. We will cover music, culture, and sick and shutting. We're not going to have this week in the S's or jury going to jail, period. Well, I put this week in the S's on there. That's oh, didn't put that on there. So we, uh, let's talk we can, about we can okay, roll through. We can let it rap. I'm fine with it. Ain't no problem. Only if Kai sings my theme song for it. Alright. So so we're gonna start off with music. So we're gonna talk about the new Denzel Curry album, Zoo, which just released. And if one thing it was really called just awarded the best new music by Pitchfork. And so guys, what did you think? Have you guys heard it yet? I love this album. It's just a fun sound. Like, you know, Taboo was a very dark and moody album, which I really did enjoy. But this one was just like it felt like a nice like little like I want to say early 2010s mixtape. It was just nice, fun sounds, deep a lot of um deep you know southern style trap. It reminded me a lot of UGK on a few of the songs. Um, I really didn't have much of a problem with it. There was like you know I would have took off the Rick Ross song or just save that verse for a different beat like a more traditional hip hop beef because like um that was just too like you know like remember I was talking about my issues with um GID's DiCaprio too. It was too like weird and like overly produced. If that was just a normal like hip hop. I would have loved it, but that was just a little too weird for me. But overall, I thought the album was great. Um, yeah, I, I guess it sound. I made it sound like the Kevin Cod. I didn't really like it. Um, I just heard we was talking on our um, group chat, and Kevin came in and said he think it could be album of the year, and I had to jump in like, "Whoa, Kevin, it's good," but I don't know if I feel like that. But um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I definitely understand. It's a different vibe than Taboo, even though I prefer Taboo over this. Um, it has definitely, um, you know, a nice, fun vibe to it. Um, Denzel's flows are crisp. There's a few songs I'm not too crazy about. The one, Speedboat, is that the one where he's like, oh, You like Speedboat? God, cover me or something. No. Please, Jesus. Please, yeah. yeah, that yeah. song. Yeah. I love that song. I love His flow really catchy. Oh, I don't know. I might be into this. They were kind of <laughs> chanting at the end of something, and I don't know how I felt. Y'all didn't make chant. it past twenty-one, so I gotta make it past twenty-one. That's me. Oh, okay. I got some yeah, 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 make yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I'm gonna be living with it and diving with it more as the months progress because I'm definitely a big um, Denzel fan. And could it be on my top ten? Of course. I think it has potential to definitely be there. But number one, I don't know. But um, The yeah. thing about Curry is that like, when he does major releases, he does like an album before an album. So it's like um, like before <laughs> Taboo came out, he released the 13 mixtape. And you know before that was the Imperial. And before Imperial was the, um, what's it called, um, Zeltron tape? 
four and then you know like so on four now it's all just four so like, he kind of does like a tape before the tape to get you like warmed up for the next one because he did say he's taking two to three years off until the next project so like you know oh did he yeah two to three years yeah he said well one to two years well see i would like something more meaty that, than this then. but he left us with um taboo last year and yeah. then this this year mm-hmm. and he's probably going to go tour for the next yeah, year i don't want fine. him to drop he dropped like what that's i like, don't want that either but maybe some, like some artists kind of release stuff too frequently so we were talking about that last week yeah. with logic we glossed over really in how logic put out four albums within two years and that's way too yeah. much content i feel like a year and a half <clears throat> between albums unless it's something like you're doing like a mixtape or an ep mm-hmm like the next year and that's just a different sound or something like it was yeah, just like you fun Lucy's. yeah yeah like other than that you shouldn't be releasing and that's why I wish it wasn't titled an album so. it should have just been called a mixtape cause so, I feel like okay. that would have kind of like stopped all comparisons to Taboo yeah and you're right Kai I will would. say you were right maybe I was to quickly jump the gun on this calling it my number album of the year but it's de- out of the few projects that we've really heard all year mm-hmm. this is really standing out to me it's just Denzel, like you said, the production is really great. Denzel's mm. flows are great. Crisp. The fact he can just switch yeah. up on them. Especially his songs like Wish, which is probably my favorite album on the tra- song of the track. Mm-hmm. It's He has what most rappers really don't have right now is versatility, mm-hmm. where he can really drop, like, if he can really drop a song like Black Balloon, and then he can drop a song like have like, like Speedboat or Ricky, yeah. and they sound nothing like the same guy. Yeah, that's true. It's overall, I think it's a really good, it's really short, which I know was one of your issues. Yes. But, for 29 minutes, we got some bangers out there, and it's it's in the, it's in the vein of a lot of the newer age mumble rap songs where mm-hmm. they're all like 140, 215. You know what I mean? They're quick, fast songs that are catchy and they get you out of there. Mm-hmm. Ricky wanted me to turn on my white air forces and start going down the street mm-hmm. crib walking or something. I was like, oh, just take me back down there, 2000s, Lil John there. <laughs> and I like a good balance of of content and Funnies. and fun songs. So I wish he had a little more substance in this thing somewhere. But I still appreciate it for what it is. I understand what he did. He also prefaced, prefaced this stuff. And it's called which is what Zoom. I like about it. He literally said, like, so, if you expect Taboo, you're mm-hmm. not going to get it from this album. Yeah. And that's what makes it, like, yeah. at least, again, we're he bringing it back up. Where Logic was like, this is going to be under pressure, mixed Bobby Tarantino. You set your bar way too high for people trying to come in. If you're telling us this is not going to sound like what I made, I'm going to be okay with that. It's like how Tyler did it. Like, you know, um, Igor, which we talked about last week, sounded nothing like anything he's done else. So, you know, I, I was actually, like, you know, happy to see that he put something up, but still just want a little more. I can understand why you want more substance from Curry. I yeah. can totally get it. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to the next topic. We're talking about Ghost Riders and the City Girls. City Girls have been going crazy all summer. If you check Twitter, your shade butter black Twitter, the dots are out. It's hot girl season, and it's called city girl season, and I am all okay. And they're changing it. the way our women are doing. They're making them thoughts, and I just don't appreciate it. Women <laughs> need to be out there in long skirts and... Burkas. Burkas. <laughs> Whoa. But... No, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but the only people that aren't having a hot girl season, in the hot girl city girl season is Asian Nadal. So Asian Nadal is one of the 500 Nadal rappers. I'm not sure if y'all seen. Like, there's China Nadal, Asian Nadal. Like, there's all Cash these young, Cash Nadal. All these young like female rappers that are all like, they're not in a group. They all just call themselves Doll. It's like how rappers use Little. Yeah, like like the girl like it's a female Little. Yeah. But what's the 
that's really the female little. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I really just. I was like, wow, that was a really good uh, <laughs> discovery right there. But yeah, she tweeted out about how. Basically, for the active video, they acknowledge how they didn't write their song, and they have little mm. and little Yachty's who wrote the song, and they have a clip in the video where little Yachty is like instructing her how to perform it, and she basically was subtweeting about how her and called Meg Thee Stallion are actually writing their own shit, mm. and Cardi B and the one Free City Girl, Young Miami, were tweeting about like how it doesn't matter as girl. long as the song is fire and stuff like that. When it comes to this type of rap, I wanted to ask, does ghostwriting matter? And does ghostwriting matter in general to you guys? Does it really hurt if it's not coming from someone, they're coming from them? I actually think, because I know like, like in rap, ghostwriting is a huge deal. Like if you don't write your own stuff, you're fake or mm-hmm. whatever. But I actually don't mind it personally just because it's collaboration. And typically in art, um, not always, but a lot of times collaboration can make things better. Um, you know, different ideas, different, you know, I, if I'm a good singer, I might not be the best writer, but if you're a good writer, you and I can get together and put out the best song of the year. So I think it, it makes sense to have, you know, multiple people work together if you're, if you don't have that sort of skill set. So I think it's a good thing. I also don't think it's much of a problem because, like, even if, like, um, where do you define as helping someone with a song? Because, like, let's just say Davon's writing a hook, and I say, nah, Davon, you should say, and then I go outside instead of I'm going outside. Right, right. Does that mean I helped Davon write the song, or did I just give him, like... <laughs> I, but from what we understand, Lil Yachty wrote the entire song. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. I'm saying, like, in general, though, when it comes to, like, writing music. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, um, I don't mind Lil Yachty doing that because, like, I mean, I don't mind them like not writing because like we don't want city girls to be considered top tier rappers. It's not like Nas in his Illmatic. Like if if it was Nas, not, you found out he didn't write Illmatic, that would be crazy, right? Yeah. But like I wouldn't really expect him to say real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga. It doesn't take a genius to write that. That's where I was thinking. Where I get so my whole thing is I do understand the whole point of rap is trying to be great in your penmanship and your writer and how clever you are as a writer. But when it comes to this style of music. In my opinion, this is very not not saying demeaning what they're doing or assaulting what they're saying. It's very lowbrow. You don't have to really be a good writer to write what they're saying. Like it's just like you don't need to be a genius to write to be like I put the pussy on a nigga. He called it a cat. Like you know what I mean. Like you don't have to be a genius level writer to write something like that because they're not really saying like if they're just making songs for girls to dance to. And they're not really putting that much effort into it. I'm not that upset by it. Right. It's you know like, I mean? um, it's just that female rappers are held in a different category than the, than men. Because, like, you have guys that you read who, like, fake talk about love. Who, when he writes about the mindset of a 15-year-old MySpace era, like, girl. So, like, yeah, he doesn't yeah. really make much sense. So, like, you know, like, we just kind of put, like, a little more eh on the woman for some um, reason. Like, when we're then trying to make fun. Well, I'm more so from... I grew up listening to 90s hip-hop, you know, your Jay-Z's, your Nas's, your, you know, before they passed Tupac and Biggie and LL Cool J's and, you know, the list goes on Mob Deep, Method Man, Wu-Tang Clan, all them. Back then, hip-hop was you wrote your shit, you wrote your lyrics, you wrote your rap. And, you know, that what it was totally all about people weren't really making these fun songs about putting pussy on the cat and all this other stuff 
and calling it Swissy a cat. Swissy on the cat I, I mean, might be the title of the name. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, fun dance songs like that. It was all about talking about your upbringing, where you grew up, where you came from, how your life was when you was younger, and real life shit you're going through. So... I disagree. Hold on, but wait. female rappers at that time wait, wait, period were. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Tupac made "I Get Around" as soon as he came out of jail. That is in the same vein as "Act Up." It's a song about, oh yeah, I'm a fuck all these girls. I'm a young, attractive man. Mm-hmm. It, it's the same type of thing. So I don't think. Yeah. So, but he, he right. also dropped real songs. I mean, that's what like, he was doing when he got out of jail. The '90s was nothing but oh, oh, straight oh, oh, bangers. Oh, 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 oh. Only the real niggas was allowed to parlay. Y'all had some clowns out there in the '90s. But let me we just get to this, that. Though, if you coming out of jail. You're probably going to be in the mindset if I get around. Because you were in around with a bunch of men the whole time in prison. Yeah, but yeah, and that's true. <laughs> I had to point we, that one out. Before we get to that, my, my whole point of saying all that is that, you know, it was all about writing. No matter what it was, what you were writing about, it was you wrote your stuff. And, you know, if your stuff was weak, we all knew it was because of something you wrote. So, um, I still look for lyricists and rappers to write their own stuff. I do understand how stuff has changed nowadays. They're making fun, catchy songs. So it don't really take geniuses to write the fun, catchy stuff. It just takes, like, I don't know, a clever mind. So people collaborating more can make, you know, more fun songs. But I don't know. Like, Denzel Curry, I'm going to give you an example. If it came out tomorrow or today that he had someone writing Zoo and Taboo for him, you know, I would be triggered by But we that. expect more from him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is why I'm saying, like, it's not to degrade them, but, like, they're not a rap city. They're not a no-name. Not, they're not female rappers that are bringing bars. Mm-hmm. They're just female rappers who are just making thought music. So well, I guess it did we start caring about this? It depends thing. on the rapper, then. I think it depends on a lot of stuff. Because if, yeah. it's, like, if it's um, a song, like you said, about, you know, the, your life, the stuff you went through, mm-hmm. it makes more sense. Like, you, you ha- kind of have to write that. Right. And if, if, finds out, if it turns out somebody else wrote that, mm-hmm. I can see how somebody might disconnect from the song a little bit um but at the same time you know they can still internalize it and and take it and make it their own Mm -hmm. so um it i think there there definitely are layers to the to the argument and depending on the situation the type of song all that sort of stuff i think changes one of the things that we went through the entire bling era of rap and no one cared we went through the entire like beginning of the 2010s and genuinely no one cared it just seemed one um Peak Mill called out Drake about having Ghostwriter. That's when everyone started caring about all this. And I just kind of well, feel like... Not many people were getting offense, but like, it. They still don't care. They still listen to Drake and you know, kept say, going with them. The biggest issue I have with it to me is like... We have, we're normal, like not, that, not an issue where it's like... The only thing I've noticed really is that we're normalizing it. And the Ghostwriters are being super vocal now. Now, you've had Quentin Miller for Drake... Like Joey Badass went out on record. Like yeah, like yeah, I wrote Rockstar for Post Malone. Like I just didn't, like, I didn't tell nobody. And now this little Yachty thing. The only thing I can see is like we're just like we well, we don't care. You guys can be out in the front and tell us what you did. You know what I mean? We're not like the fans aren't really like to us. We don't really care because mm-hmm. like we're not because I'm saying like we don't really care on certain songs because we're not going to look at Post Malone as like he was one of the greatest artists of all time. He was one of the greatest lyricists. You know what I mean? And that's the whole difference, I feel like. If we're not writing, if we're writing, like, deep, serious songs, and you didn't write it, yeah, I'm pissed. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't, if you wrote Rockstar, I'm not really hurt that you wrote Rockstar. Let me ask this. So, if you, would it matter as much to you if, instead of, you know, someone writing an album, or someone having someone ghostwrite their album, then putting it out, and it came out, you know, a month later saying, oh, such and such ghost wrote this, Mm -hmm. would you feel differently about it if, 
while they were in the writing process, they were tweeting, yeah, you know, I'm working with such and such on my album. You know, we're writing together and mm-hmm. stuff yeah. like that. Me and Dave are Transparency yeah, like, is would, would that change it for you a little bit? Or is it still, you want it from that one person? Well, yeah, if, if they were up front and just saying, yeah, we have a, I have a writing crew or me and this person, we're writing this album together, that would be really different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't That's why think Drake looks so embarrassed. Because Drake was going around like, I'm the king. I'm well, He's like acting like, he's not the king, but he was acting like he's such one of the best rap- artist rappers right now. And he's like, I would, like, remember he told Kendrick, I would have all your fans if I stayed on my post called Conscious Shit. And you were writing your own stuff. Mm-hmm. That to me is what, where you're like embarrassed. That's the thing, though. We haven't seen the Conscious Drake. And I'm sure if Drake would do a conscious Drake, it could go over but with Would Drake write a conscious song? I thought that's he could. A, but now that's no longer, but that credibility is shaking. That's but what like, I'm saying. Drake was writing his conscious stuff, which was the relationship love stuff. Like, just because it's not real street stuff doesn't mean it's still not like real music. Like, mm-hmm. what's it really trying to say? But, we, but, but to finish my thought with Davon, though, I mean, that sorry. would be different. And I wouldn't, I think I, I could respect that more if someone mm-hmm. came out and said that, even though, you know, I was still. I still wouldn't put it in the same lane as a right. J. Cole. Because you'd have different Lamar. expectations. Right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you have yeah. to set it for us. Because like, if you come out, like, that's just like saying, like, oh, yeah, man, I have this top score in a video game. I'm ranked number one. And then you go, yeah, well, Kai sat with me and he, Kai would switch off on me between. Right. between yeah. I had to go rounds. to the bathroom. Yeah, so like, I would the pause the game and Kai would play. Yeah. That to me, Mar- like, Mars, your win. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, to think a little about what Kai was talking about earlier about when did it start, you got to think about how rap started too back in the day. Like, everybody cared about who's the best. Who's the best battle rapper? Who's the best, um, who's just the number one rapper, period. And that has to a point dropped off some, but not really. People still have, you know, like the top being like your Kendrick, J. Cole, you know, people put Drake's up in there. You know, like a top kind of, but... That's where it all started. Who's the best? So to know that people aren't writing their stuff totally messes up. Like who's the best? Type it takes of you off that argument. List. I get yeah, you. It's just like yeah, to me. Yeah. It's also the demographic that you're trying to appeal to. Because like a rapper like No Name, who I think is super dope, even though she like she writes her own shit, she's just a real rapper. She's just never gonna get nowhere big as City Girls. Or like I feel like a guy like, even like Denzel Curry, he'll never attain like a Drake or Kendrick status because he's not a marketable guy. It's also like there's a lot of things that go into this. Mm-hmm. So you could be the realest rapper with the like Joe Budden always says, I had the best pen. I, y'all can ball all these niggas up. Joe Budden could never make it back up to the top. So you could be the best writer in the world, but like I mean, you could be the best rapper in the world, but like if your song if you can't deliver it right, you should just give it to someone else to do it better. Okay. Like Party Next Door does. Like I, I respect him for giving his stuff to Drake because he can't deliver it the way Drake could. And I don't expect anyone else to. Yeah, as long as your if your art's still going but the thing is like again, we didn't know Party Next Door was writing them writing for him until he got exposed. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's I'm cool with getting a couple million while I'm out. if I if I can't do it, why not put a better face and a better voice on it? You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just that if that voice is going around bragging, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or in stuff like, even with like Cardi B, to me that's just like Cardi just shut up. Like, come on, bro. But like, you, I'm just saying, why did she drag my big beautiful girl Megan Stein into this? Megan putting this up. Leave money bag, yo, and come to the prayer warrior Kai. It's all, all right. over big old freaks. All right. Sorry. <laughs> all right, next up. <laughs> the Igor World Tour just got announced. It's the title of the creators tour for the album Igor. Jane Smith, Gold Link, and Blood Orange are going to be the openers. They are coming to Maryland in September. September yeah. 20th, I think. Yeah. Are y'all interested? Would y'all want to go? Have you listened to Igor yet, Dave? 
I have not yet. I've seen people talking about it all over Twitter. I was, but like you know me, I was never like a Tyler guy. It was just never like my style. But I, I know he's changed his style up a Let's lot. Have you heard not- Flower Boy yet? <laughs> a lot. I, I think I've heard like a single, but Go I've never listened to the whole, the whole album. For someone but, like um, you who probably doesn't like any like he, like you know fuck it, I kill babies Tyler the creator era, yeah, yeah. you do <laughs> love Flower Boy enough. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, Eagle, Eagle might be a weird to you, but you'll like it. Eagle's in my yeah, top. I'm down for, for some sure. Weird yeah. stuff. I'm, I'm sure it's good. Um, the tour is actually. It looks like it's the perfect lineup. Like those perfect sounds weird mesh lineup. well. Yeah, <laughs> all of those sounds I feel like go together. So especially him and Jaden now that they've been outed as boyfriend and boyfriend. Whoa, <laughs> remember, y'all remember that during um, Jaden's show? I mean, yeah. Uh, this will be a fun show, but Blood Orange they're not coming to the Baltimore. Show they have it, you know, it's, it's different. Jaden is, I think, on all all the shows. No, he's not actually. You know, he's not. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Blood Orange. He's on our most ones, especially the, like the ones we're going to. Like, yeah, yeah. For us, just Goldling and Jaden would be there. But still, like Kevin says, a fire show. All right. Next topic with Goldlink is dropping a new album on six twelve. Mm-hmm. And were you guys interested in that? Me personally, I actually went back to go listen to it at what cost from him. So I'm really interested and hyped for this album. Yeah, yeah me I'm too. a big Golden fan. I'm a Golden so fan. Yeah, even from that, that like one of his first albums. Yeah. Um, before the what cost? Shit, what's that thing called? Fuck. But yeah, like for me personally, I just I've always heard him from like Crew and then like him being on like every other verse, everyone else's song. Now I can finally say like, yeah, I went like spent time going back to it. It's worth it. Yeah, 2015s, and after that we didn't talk. I was a huge fan for that album. I was trying to get y'all to listen to it before y'all really got on the bandwagon with him. Yeah. Before he he hit he made Crew and got big. I, mean, I did not like Crew. Um, mm. Whatever. Whoa. Yeah, like Crew. I, that song was just. Word. I thought that was just annoying. Oh, a little wow. too whiny. Hmm. Come on, yeah. Uh, I could live without that. Hmm. But um. <laughs> you don't like the boy Bryn's voice then. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like I just think it's gonna be good. I'm ready for it. He dropped a new song today with um, Todd, the creator, and um, J. Prince. Or the dude. So, like, Are J. Prince? Yeah. Oh, that's so I can't, no, yeah, not Scary Houston J. Prince. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll be having down to listen to that as soon as I get off uh, this podcast. Yeah, I'm trying to hear that too. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, y'all, one thing, Igor, I'll go back to that. I've got to, I'm willing to see that. Is he Tyler? Running around in a doing blonde suit, wig in a suit doing uh doing the damn moonwalk and splits and all this shit. He was been killing them dance moves. I am so off. I, I typed he had us fooled. He had a whole bunch of people fooled, y'all. This the new the real game. Can we Tyler? just talk about like how he really like repackaged himself? Yes. Because he went from the edgiest Quit. kid in hot topic, okay? Mm-hmm. He was the first gay man. <laughs> And I love him. <laughs> uh, yeah, do you, man? Yeah, I'm like, glad you can finally be yourself. His this was content who really has are. gotten so much better. Yeah. Not saying Bastard or Goblin or Wolf was not good, mm. but at what age does can you still keep making songs about eating, like murdering people, raping babies, and eating lasagna? Yeah. Like that's yeah. all Tyler's songs were. Like you know what I mean? Got to grow up some point. Yeah, <laughs> and like Flower Bomb was a was a great start. Now cherry Igor bomb. is just he's letting <laughs> Flower, Flower Boy or Cherry, cherry bomb. bomb. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm talking about Flower Boy. Flower yeah, Boy was a Flower Bomb. Oh, sorry. That's yeah. two <laughs> cherry Bomb. I don't like that song because he has the one song with Kanye and Kanye talked about Nike, but that was it. Yeah, that one sucks. Nike, I like he Cherry Bomb. Like, Nike gave a lot of niggas checks, but I'm the only one to check Nike. Nike, 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 Nike,
He did it like in a week and didn't like try to like you know fix it. I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like a few songs from there. But yeah, I'm excited for you to see him live for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta get my tickets. All right, next one. Mac Miller's documentary has been delayed by his family. Yeah, it was announced by his um, by a team. They were gonna start production this year to start interviewing like over like a hundred rappers because they you know to try to find out about them. Then they received word from his family like they didn't ask them in the first place. So like three hours later, they're like, "Hey, no, don't do that. We're still like not even over the death of our son." Oh yeah. So like um, they had to cancel that. And I was thinking, like, you know, how dumb are you to not even contact the family about doing the fucking, you know, um, documentary? Yeah, that's bullshit is that? Um, You would think they would want to talk to the family, like, in the documentary. So for them to not bring that up to them, that's kind of strange. But, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully the family gets time to, you know, grieve. Has it been a year yet? Yeah. Yeah. It's... You know it's just the um, industry trying to like they will prop out every dead corpse they can. Yeah. Like not no it's no on him, but they will bring out any dead person and try to highlight him and bring him like and milk whatever they can yeah. left of him. It's like I don't know, like that to <laughs> me. Yeah, Wait till the Mac Miller fucking hologram comes out. Yeah, that's what I was to say. Everything makes money, so <laughs> we're, gonna get, we're gonna get him and the X hologram on tour together, and that's right. just uh, I don't know. Yeah, so will Ariana Grande make a cameo in the documentary? Do you think? No, she won't. She will. Will, what's his name from uh, that's enough? Pete? Oh, <laughs> Pete Davidson? No. Mr. Pete Davidson's appearance. Oh, man. All right, guys. Now Ariana we- cares about nothing and no one but herself. She won't make Whoa. no appearance. <coughs> I'm waiting for Ariel to just, just jump down, down the, the stairs. stairs. Well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> serious? <laughs> We are now transfer, call transferring over into culture. And now, guys, let, let's start off with Meek Mill's Smart Probation and Parole Act. So this is a bill that he's trying to pass in Pennsylvania. Um, it's one for a Republican senator. I can't remember the name right now, but I'll pull that up later. But it basically, it would the, the whole act is for preventing the court from sentencing a person to consecutive um, years of probation and extending probation or parole due solely to non-payment of fines and costs. It's also getting a new hearing in the court. I think it's the Superior Court of Pennsylvania, and he's tried, He's actually gotten. Ri- he's basically getting rid of his old judge, that the one that's been holding him down. Oh, yeah. Fuck that dumb bitch. I hope she rots because this is terrible. Yeah. I'm not even a Meek Mill fan, but like to try to take that man's life away from him, yeah. it's just ridiculous. Like, over nothing to walk mm-hmm. on thin ice for. So for clarification for the listener, who if, not, if you're not really updated on Meek Mill, Meek Mill has been on parole for ten years for a crime he committed in 2008, and. How long must you walk on eggshells for the rest of your life? It seems like it almost, it's almost like an attorney mm-hmm. case. And for her to tell him, yeah, I'll go a little bit easier on you if you want to sign to my friend's label and get off your current one. Like, who? That, yeah, that sounds a, a little illegal. No, no that's what he's <laughs> been trying to get out of. Uh, she yeah. was out there praying with Nicki Minaj and shit. Like, it's, it's trash. Oh, wow. So, and, yeah, fuck that bitch. The emancipation of free meat and meat mill will be interesting. But this act to me seems great because it really is fucked up how you can put someone on this like that. And like I was saying, he probably should have, like, there was the, I listened to Eric Struggle talk about that. Wayne was mentioning how, and me, you say me kind of feels like, should he have just done the two, three years in jail mm-hmm. instead of just on, being on probation? Because he can't leave the country. He cannot tour overseas because of that. He's very limited to, like, for 10 years. Mm-hmm. He's only been touring here because he has no other choice. Mm-hmm. And so this is You want to talk about stopping bags? So right. Truly. Yeah. 
So, like, speaking of someone like him, like, this is a big major rapper. How many young guys, like, our age, do you think they have on this call? Yeah, Same yeah. type of rule, mm-hmm. where they can't yeah. leave the state, they don't not have even, the money. Not even just artists, but, like, normal people who are dealing with the same yeah. shit. Like, and they don't have the luxury of being a millionaire rapper exactly. to fly across the country. Yeah. Right. Also, 10 years is just a really long time. Like, it sounds, like, minuscule, and, like, if you think about it on paper, but, like, just imagine living 10 years of your own life knowing you're forced to stay in this country. You can't do anything. And you're a millionaire, you know, you, you feel like you've been done your time. Now, that has to be a terrible life. Like, no matter how rich and famous he is. And he slips up bad one time and mouth. was riding a dirt bike, and he went to jail for, like, a year. A dirt bike, right. You know what I mean? And it's, beca- like, it's, it's, it's really, to me, terrible. I don't know. That's just... We're praying for you, me. Mm-hmm. And next one, we're trying to get the next one. Baltimore mayor proposes boxing rings to help reduce violence. So this was a new act that we, was recently happening, an attempt to kind of help curb the gun violence in Maryland. They've been asking people to turn in their guns and put up on boxing gloves and try to reduce this. So per I can see it's going two ways. One, I think this is actually a good idea. I have all purpose for, yes, it, it's crazy. It's wild as fuck. Listen. <laughs> If you put a listener, can I just put ready to rumble? <laughs> Listen, the violence is out of hand. I say try everything. Uh, I think they kind of got to just re... Like, it's kind of like a sports team, how every once in a while you just kind of got to get all the veterans out and, like, rebuild. I think, like, Baltimore City officials just kind of need, like, a rebuild. Like, they need a boxing ring. Yeah. yeah like, I don't know. They need to... We, we need some new ideas because, obviously, it, everything else hasn't been working. How do you think they got pitched? <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I've been at, like, pitch meetings for advertising, and I imagine something like that where they're just doing stuff at a wall, and they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, we we got to do something. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I know we laughing, but like, I really do think it's a good idea. The slogan I'll really should be I, re- I remember having, um, and obviously this is not the same thing as, like, the, the type of violence in Baltimore. But I remember uh, in high school, we had two people on the football team who were beefing. And they decided, all right, before practice one day, we're meeting in the locker room. And they scheduled a fight. And they, like, they fought for, like, a minute. And then the team was like, all right, break it up, break it up. And then they dapped each other up and moved on. You got to so, let out your system sometimes. Hold on. Yeah. The only problem, though, like, though it's a good idea, if I lose that fight. Yes. And I'm embarrassed in front of everyone. I scheduled mm-hmm. my girls there. The girl I'm trying to cheat with is there. Beyonce and Jay-Z in yeah, the Yeah, they, they, they strolling by. <laughs> Kaylin's there. She might pop up and say, I was going to but I thought black men don't cheat. I'm not saying he would cheat. I'm not saying he... How would you, you, know, you know he's a black man in my you hypothetical? You assumed his race and gender. I'm trying to cheat with. Trying Fine. because black men don't cheat and the prayer oh, warriors do not cheat. We are holy and sanctified. Thank yes. you very much. And, 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 and listeners, Kaylin's over here showing off. It's her motherfucking birthday and she feels like she'd do good for the podcast this week or something. Ooh. Oh my like word. She's tailoring Guys, hey, She's too good to pack her own bags. It's bed. your favorite cousin, Kaylin. Oh. Um, and I'm back. No, you're not. It's like, I'm not For the back. next five minutes. I'm letting the niggas run the show the for today. The prayer warriors, Kaylin. But we can come back once I get my shit together. I'm on my way to another country in a couple hours, so I got to get my shit right. To quote Morty from Rick and Morty, grab your shit, put it in a box, and get your shit together. Thank you. I heard that on, from somewhere. Rick and Morty. No, but somebody quoted that on the album. Probably from Just Rick and Morty. Just get your shit, put it in a box. That's Was the quote. Was it Logic? 
I was about to say Probably. it sounds like Probably. logic. He was on he was on Rick and Morty. Kevin, shut up. He was. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know your own king. Ooh. Whoa. Goodness. Rich. I don't worship the wrong. Alright, well I think. But if y'all miss me, um Make sure y'all let we us know. We need to put some boxing gloves yeah, on. Also, yeah. follow her on Kaylin DTV. Wish her a happy, happy birthday, even if it's late. Give some Kaylin some big love and send her a cash app. It's Gemini season, bitch. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Kai. Like, you know, the boxing can work, but the person who loses, that can cause more violence yeah, because I'm they want back. to get that person back. Right. <laughs> we fighting four times a week. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, that's, that's what I want. Like, like if you, you lose, the street with this if you gun. lose, get good. <laughs> you be too tired. Come back next week. <laughs> get strong and get ready, you know. Because, like, but, a thing in our high school, sorry, go ahead. No, that was it. Like, you just got to. Because I think in our, in our high school, like, people from Morningside and Queen Anne's, which are two apartment complexes, would have boxing matches in someone's basement, like, every, like, once a month. To show which side was better. And I still feel like it works for them. Hey, why not? If y'all really just got to fight it out, let them do it. Pookie and them can just go into the backyard, scrap real quick, and be like, all right, let's take it to next week. Because you yeah. got training. You, know, Since you just said you came from an advertising company. I just thought the slogan I'm, in my mind I'm pitching, drop a gun, beat a nigga's ass. Personally. I mean, that we can work on it, but that's a that's we that's shot, we shot, man. We can shot. Put on um, the gloves. <laughs> I think the 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 best thing about this is that, like I said, they're thinking of other things to do other than just arresting people. Because I mean, that that's not gonna solve. You know, it's like a band aid issue. Like maybe maybe it starts off with boxing matches, but then it ends up with them bringing back rec centers or something. Yeah, so rec centers, sports, yeah. Uh, other not types of job Niggas opportunities. Like. So that's what my whole thing with this is. I see this, yes, it's very violent, and I can understand why people are apprehensive about that, but my thing is that you, you affect the culture like this, so you give these kids something to do. One of my biggest issues that I feel like is happening with, these, with kids in our generation that are younger that are lost is just that when they go home from school, if they go to school at all, they have nothing to look Ain't forward to. to do. They have nothing to do. All the basketball courts are taken down. They can be on. They can only be around areas for so long. They can't load around certain places. They have nothing to do but be in the street and get into trouble. So when you give them something like this, yes, it's a violent thing, but it, it teaches them discipline, hard work when you're training, you're working out, you want to be following a regimen, it's going to help train you to be a better person. You have stuff to do. You have something to look forward to. I can't act up in school. I'm going to be taking out of boxing classes. You know what I mean? It's going and, to help. And that help. actually, like, yes, it is. Like, if you lose a fight, you might you might get mad. But if you have people who are disciplined and can train these kids to, like, nah, you guys... You, you use this to get better. Like, yeah. I've seen people who, you know, I, like I said, I practice and stuff, who will get mad at each other, but then that helps them get better. And at yeah. the end of the day, like, you, you realize there's just more out there than being pissed off at each other. Athletics so. has always been a great outlet for angry bo- angry young men, Yeah. in all honesty. Like, some of the best football players, MMA fighters, wrestlers, all start off kids with people angry issues. No, you're right. You have to let that, you have to find some place to release that. If not, you're going to take it out on somebody else. So that's why we need to, so, like, if it's a small beef, you do the boxing match. If it's a medium-sized beef, you go into the MMA fight. And if it's, like, you about to kill each other, you go into a barbed death match, and the only one who walks out deserves to live. (laughs) Baltimore City. (laughs) Think about it. You never lost your leader. Sponsored by CDW. You need to get Teddy Long in here. We'll We'll be to build a new Roman Coliseum. That's what we should do. (laughs) Barbed wire death matches will solve a lot of problems. 
I'm not fighting you anymore. <laughs> Oh man! So what? So overall, what do y'all think on that one? Should we do it? I'm doing. I'm for it. Let's go for it. I'd vote. I'd vote yes. Put down the guns. Pick up the gloves. Uh-oh. Well, Mayor, you have been sponsored officially by the Prayer Warriors. Nothing else is working. Yeah, give it a try. Shit, we ain't got else to lose. Mm-hmm. What? Do, what do you have to lose? All right. Next what, topic. What do you have to lose? Is Jay Z, according to Forbes, has finally reached a billion dollars in fortune. So he's the first ever rapper to become a billionaire. <laughs> and I wanted, I wanted to break down that too because I, I actually got it. Okay. So yeah, and so basically they broke it no, down. No, by, it was song with Dre, right? Like Dre, yeah. But I heard remember Dre. So beats are worth a billion dollars, but he sold that off to Apple, right? And I thought he sold it for a three billion or something like that. I can't remember. Well, three billion might not be three billion. He takes in to like taxes and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's not generating three a billion dollars. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe, like, after, you know, paying for different assets and stuff, maybe he just doesn't have enough money to be like, he can run a billion-dollar company but still be a millionaire. Okay. So, so Jay-Z's total makeup is $50 million in real estate, $70 million in his art collection, $75 in music, his music catalog, along with Rock Nation. So, $275 right there. And then it's $100 million within title. One another one hundred million would do say, two hundred and ten million in cash investments, and then three hundred and ten million with Armand de Bernat. So, to me, is we gotta give flowers when, when people can smell them. Jay Z, that's incredible, especially coming from a guy who was selling like from a, being a drug dealer in New York to changing his ways to becoming an actual businessman. To getting beat up by some lounge in the um. I got a dispute. Title worth a hundred million, y'all. Yo. It might not be what they're generating. It might be the catalog that's worth 100 million. Because mm. think of the help Beyonce yeah. jump straight back onto the charts with when they get put on Spotify and stuff. Uh-huh. Mm. I feel like it's kind of like that. Yeah, I'm curious now. I don't. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm I saying like title is how much money would they make if, Beyonce, if all of their music was on all platforms? So all Beyonce's on, on everything platforms. now, right? Uh, I'm not too sure. I, I mean, think like from Jump, that would have been like a really yeah. big catalog. Yeah, Beyonce yeah. now all her music is everywhere. Okay. Jay Z's his stuff. Some stuff is not on everything. He's still holding some of his music back. But Tyler, that's the only thing I'm questioning. Everything else looks right. Congratulations to him, though. Yeah. yeah shout out to you. By, um, also, Jay-Z had become the, the hip-hop. By the Panthers. Could you imagine him buying a sports team, though? Like, he bought, like, the Knicks yeah. or the Jets or something like that. Yeah. Don't buy the Knicks. Mm-hmm. The Knicks are trash. Yeah, don't buy a basketball team. Go, go, go break into that white honky-ass racist NFL. That's oh, what please. I would like to see. And, yeah. No, invest in golf. Fuck that. No, get some golfers. No, no, no. You, golf. you buy the Jets, right. you buy the Jets, and then you put Colin Kaepernick <laughs> as your quarterback. Yes. No, what you <laughs> invest in is the XFL. He hates me. You hate me as your spokesman, and you know, XFL. go there and say, "Man, it's such a good shit." They're gonna XFL is gonna be the true slave league because they can't even do that no more. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah he hate me. You gotta have your real he name. Put the nail in that. Call yeah. Uh huh. You remember why he brought that back up? Because NFL was kneeling and all yeah, that stuff. Literally. He was trying to run off of, yeah, we're not going to do any of that here at the XFL. It's we're going to say the, we're going to say the Pledge of Allegiance five times a game. <laughs> Every time we score a touchdown, that's going to be great. <laughs> Such a chip. So, while we're talking about Vince McMahon, man, can I just say that company? If you guys did not hear, we, no, we are all 
Steve called wrestling fans. We all grew up wrestling in the nineties in the Attitude Era, and we started getting back. We all gotten back into it in the two thousand tens. And can I just say, Vince McMahon is fucking crazy. One thing is, why are you going so hard on the XFL in the first place? That's that's a great question. It's the it flopped. I think he thought it would still be relevant with the whole disenfranchised football fans who were like, yeah. fuck the NFL, I'm well, not watching this because they want And also the AAF popped up and was re- like for, I would say like a few weeks, everybody was like, man, this is actually really good. Like mm-hmm. this is exciting. But then that, that flopped too. So yes. I think <laughs> when that happened, people, he was probably At least like, they got a this, video game. I don't know if they oh uh, XFL. No, the arena football. Didn't the arena football? No, football this was uh, this was like the Alliance of American uh, Football. Mm-hmm. But they were saying like people were um were saying like this is actually good. It's not the NFL, but like it's a good compliment to it. But um it like randomly out of the blue, it, it they like pulled a telltale. They were like, all right, guys, yeah. it's Tuesday <laughs> at uh, five p.m. We Hang brought you out here to tell you that yeah, you're not playing. <laughs> like, this is it. We're <laughs> home. <laughs> so he probably looked at that and was like, oh yeah, this is working, but. As we saw what happened to the AAF, uh, the XFL is doomed. So yeah. if you're out there and you're thinking about signing up, don't don't buy don't <laughs> buy stock in XFL. Don't buy stock mm-hmm. in XFL unless you're a time Such traveler. No shit. But Vince is selling off all these hundreds of millions of his stock in the in, in, in WWE to pay for XFL. Y'all heard about that, mm-hmm. right? I was actually about to look at this for WWE years. Actually, for a while. and the thing yeah. is, because he's trying to take place, he's trying to step back in WWE, but then he's not doing that. So apparently everything still has to go through him. I'm not sure if so. Dean Ambrose, who was a big big wrestling WWE, he just did a shoot interview with Chris Jericho, where he explains where no matter what happens, any change in the writing has to go to Vince. WWE has multiple like over like 30 writers at a time, and no matter what is written, you have to go to Vince McMahon to get your seal of approval mm-hmm. for any segment of the show. Yeah, how can you do that and then try to run? a second major company while you're already running a, another major company. Yep. It just doesn't make sense. And it's not like he's going to pass it down to anybody else. And that's what makes it kind of scary. So it's... If WWE's product is going to suffer just for the XFL to just flop like this, <laughs> this will be a big up. It's going to flop. It's going let's, to flop. let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing's overtaking the NFL. The Rock is, is going to... Fl- I bet right now the Rock will throw the first ball, or he'll be like he'll be Rock like the ambassador the of the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> he'll do the first yeah, ball, the first or something like the Rock. They're going to trot the Rock out. They're going to trot the Undertaker out. And oh no! <laughs> From the Undertaker in big crutches is now how to see Undertaker going to walk out full gear. <laughs> and then the actually, I would I would actually probably watch the XFL if they were just like you know what we're just taking wrestlers like. WWE's done. The 20- <laughs> We're putting WWE on a hiatus. We're making everyone play football. They put the 24-7 title in the And they film a documentary behind the scenes like, I want to see Sasha Banks learning to play receiver. Like, <laughs> she ain't coming back. <laughs> She's gone Okay. <laughs> Who would you be your quarterback then? What, like, what wrestler right now John should Cena. be a quarterback? It's not, there's no question. Okay, so like, John we're making Cena four divisions. We're, we're, we're representing the East, the West, the North, and the South. All right, you pick John Cena. He's repping the East Coast for a minute called. Who is you, Kai? Who would you rep? Who would you pick? Who else but Roman? Roman! want to talk about the top of the league? Couldn't sack him now. Oh. Here comes the money. Pastor Rent. 
Shade <laughs> old man. We'll be running. We'll no, no. be running. Shane is, Shane is going to book himself to be quarterback <laughs> and then he will climb on the goal post <laughs> and jump to catch the ball. And he'll win best they quarterback kick, in they, the they will kick him as the field goal. <laughs> Dude, Brent, who do you Brent's got? trying that old ass Bret Hart. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get into a room. Oh, we see him get sacked now. Oh, man. <laughs> and it wasn't pretty. Oh, man. The best oh. spot, the best moment during uh, um, called All Elite Double or Nothing was Bret Hart was out to present the new title, and one of the wrestlers comes out to make fun of him. And he's like, oh shit, Bret, look out there, the fan! And, oh, God. That ain't funny. It's, it's pretty funny. Uh, I have Who? to make Randy Orton my quarterback. Okay. Randy Orton. Oh, face the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He's going to start shitting in people's bags again. What <laughs> 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 type of game is that? <laughs> Tom Brady. Uh, all the women will love him. The Super Bowl. Day, well, well, he has the actual Tom Brady from WWE. Yeah, I, I yeah. have the Brady. I'm, oh, I'm good. I'm the Super Bowl will be in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I just want to say I'm the only one that chooses a person oh, of color. Brock Lesnar is my quarterback. The quarterback. Oh, he's not going to be. Not he's going to do like two games. <laughs> 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 going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> He plays the first drive of the game and then that's it. (laughs) (laughs) He holds out for the rest of the season. I'll stick with Randy Orton. (laughs) WWE, we're praying for you. (laughs) Alright, next topic. John Witherspoon, who is granddad, went on to the Joe Rogan podcast and said they are bringing the Boondocks back. How do y'all feel? Are y'all excited for this? Are you not really? Because the last season was horrible. I really liked the last season. I don't know if it was I horrible. I thought it was weird. It wasn't yeah. funny, though. Like It, it was wasn't. good storylines, yeah, but it wasn't funny. Well, bring back right. the good storylines. Yeah, like, I, I don't need it to be funny. I think The Boondocks is just a very weird show. Like Sometimes it was funny. Sometimes it was deep. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, it just brought a lot of everything. And I was thinking about this recently. I was like, man, I really... I, I don't know why it ended, but I wish they would have kind of continued on. Because it ended on, like, a really weird note. Like, we don't know what's going on. Because it's like a Breaking Bad parody, right? At the end season. Wasn't yeah. it a Breaking Bad parody? It was something, I, I just remember, like, the like mm. there was an agent following who we around. And, yeah. like, all, there was, like, terrorism and shit. Like, <laughs> I just know. want Ghostface Killer and the ghost of the Ghostface Killer to come back. That, that was, like, my favorite joke. Yeah, we're going to get more Thugnificent. Gangsta Licious yeah. going to be the new track. 2019 is not ready for the Boondock. Could you imagine what they can tackle? Trump, 6 yeah. 9 and the mumble rappers. All of that I shit. I just want to see Young Thug. Safe spaces. You're like, guys like Young Thug. They have so much material right now. Special I, Uzi will be on the show. Yes. That's <laughs> why I want him to come back. Uzi will be just, on the show. And Riley will be conflicted on whether he should come back with Uzi or not. It's not gangsta. He will be dressing like Uzi. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's so much stuff they can, they can you know write about. Cause I see shit happen in the world, and I just be like, how would the Boondocks make an episode oh, this about this? What would real. it be about? Right. So, Rachel yeah. Dolezal and Tom is actually oh, a white man. Lord. Think yeah, think about all the stuff think we, about the we missed. Smollett. Candace, what's her name? Owens. Jesse Smollett would be the yeah. best yeah. episode yeah. of the Boondocks ever. Yes. All the stuff we missed. The return of R. Kelly. Yeah. Oh, oh God. God. There's so much you can do. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I can't wait. I told y'all I'm doing this. I told y'all. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No one wanted to listen. 
It's we're not going to be great, I will say. I'm if they say. get the right, if they had some good, had the, some good writers in that room, mm-hmm. they can make that show fucking hilarious again. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I hope it actually happens, and I hope it happens soon. Me too. Because I know a lot of stuff, times people will be like, oh, yeah, it's coming back, but then it gets canceled before it actually gets yeah. to see the light of day. So hopefully the Boondocks 2020, we're ready for you. <laughs> Please come back. Alright, one of the last few things is that YouTube is banning kids from streaming without an adult. And I also kind of want to talk about the Steven Crowder thing as well. Y'all, are y'all familiar with that situation that's going on right no, now? No, not completely. So, Steven Crowder is a right political, like, what's it called, YouTuber. And so, a writer from this magazine called Box compiled a video two days ago basically showing what Steven Crowder for two years has been harassing him as of YouTube, as on his YouTube videos, referring him to as a, a lispy gay queer, a little Latino queer, stuff like that. Like, Whoa. for two years straight, every time he would bring up his name in a video, oh, what's the little gay boy doing this now? Like, like this week. Mm-hmm. And he would, like, for two years, he's been doing this in his videos, having no issues. He also showed a shirt that says, socialism is for figs, which is supposed to, it looks like fags. But the show, the word is the, the I call it the A or the I is not shown because it's supposed to be apparently there's some backstory behind it where Shea Guevara, who, who on the shirt was hung on a fig tree, but they try, but it's supposed to like it says is for fags and that's a major issue with it. So YouTube's real response, so basically the writer was like, hey guys, this is happening, what are you gonna do about it? YouTube literally went from, hey, we saw and we're not gonna do anything about it to. The next day, hey, we de- we're demonetizing everybody, and everyone that does hate speech is getting demonetized is getting taken off YouTube. Ooh. I'm about it. I mean, it's it's a it's a very interesting. Like everybody is like, oh, free speech. Like I can tweet what I want, I can post what I want, but not on a private podcast. Yeah, like, YouTube and Twitter aren't America. They're private companies. Yeah, people don't know what free speech actually means. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I I think it's cool that they're doing something because it's um, I mean you can you can obviously judge something or criticize something but hate speech is a different and there's a difference between just attacking a guy's video because steven's argument was just like well i'm attacking his opinions and i'm throwing that in there as as a joke but there's a difference between making fun of somebody like that's like if i'm making fun of your videos and going yeah he's stupid like there's a difference calling someone dumb and then calling someone a queer you get what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there's a makes fun of um, Midge Shapiro but calling him like a weird virgin and stuff like that. But like, he really is a weird virgin, so mm. makes sense. So it's just like certain things like that. I just feel like YouTube has had a big problem with. I'm not sure if y'all because like y'all don't really follow politics up on, on YouTube. YouTube have had a real problem the past few years of having these crazy alt right and right leaning people who claim themselves to be centrist who spend all day kind of enabling Nazi propaganda or enabling fucking, like, basically right-wing political, not just right-wing, but, like, a super far right political right. views that are not just because, like, oh, we want to be small government to, we want the brown people out. We don't yeah, like the yeah. gay people. Mm-hmm. Like, Twitter's had issues with that as well. It's like so. a real, like, the best way to describe it is like a rabbit hole because I almost fell into this rabbit hole a couple, like, I think three or four years ago. I hate to say it. It starts with you watching dumb feminists um, freaks out with purple hair over um, bills or feminist freaks out. Why is this like titled like it's on a porn site? (laughs) This is how they are like dumb feminists owned by facts and logic. Yeah. Yeah. Pounded. (laughs) 18 plus. (laughs) Donald Trump is going to be daddy. Shit like that. 
And it will, and you start off watching stuff like that, and then it just kind of builds into watching more and more. From like you go from like Armor Skeptic to Amazing Atheist, you go from him to Sargon of Akkad, and you start thinking, well, oh, maybe these guys are right. But yeah. it took him to. And then the Jewish question pops up in the video, and then you go, man, maybe they are controlling everything <laughs> and trying to just like it. Yeah, it and then you get pissed off, and then you end up on Reddit, and, and then you end up at the Charlottesville yeah, rally with a tiki torch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, like it really is a rabbit hole, and I hate to say it, but I like I said, I almost went down that path. Mm. It took until like one of the content creators to actually say, "Yeah, I just I just, I don't have a problem with black people. I just would prefer if they were not in my country because they have low IQs, they bring more crime." Like he was trying to list off why he doesn't like brown or black people because like it just it took like an actual shot to visit where I'm affected to realize he's been saying nothing but bullshit this entire time. Yeah, I mean, that's what so, it like, takes yeah. sometimes to realize, but... It's, it's fucked. Yeah, I mean... So I have no problem deplatforming these niggas. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. In, again, this is going to be controversial, in real life, I have no problem saying some people should not be platformed. Some Am people I, shouldn't live. I'll, t- I'll take it a step farther. If you're a genuine neo-Nazi... <laughs> no, hold on. You're going to agree with me on this. If you're a genuine neo-Nazi, if you're a genuine Klansman, you deserve to be get hung or shot. I, I, I'm going to step on this ledge. I'll say it for everybody that feels the same way as me. Y'all don't deserve to live. Yeah, if you can't it's, exist it's with one other races. Like, it's very hard for me to argue against it. Like, if someone's like... If our lives are a detriment to you, you know, yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's like just, our existence is a detriment to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. You've never seen the real Nazi book, so how can you tell me what the Nazis were about? We saw... like, sorry, oh, this no. is, this We is had like, a war for that. Oh, yeah. We had a war to know what their intentions were. And... Yeah, and you say, like, I can't speak well for Twitter, but Reddit, Tumblr, a lot of these sites have been kind of in flooded with these crazy echo chambers. And the Reddit, like, if you keep seeing Facebook, young shooters, yeah, really. if you keep, if you know it's a pattern in young shooters, you keep seeing these youth are really radicalized. They watch Ben Shapiro videos, they are on 4chan poll, they're on r slash to Donald. These dudes have been radicalized from these things, and these social media platforms really don't do anything about it. Even guys like PewDiePie, you know, enable these guys, which sucks. I don't like him anymore the way, but like, he's the biggest YouTuber on the planet yeah. for a reason. He had he's paying people. He had the biggest audience, and you put up a video where you pay people to have a sign and say "Death to yeah. all Jews." And it's it's insane, especially with that example, because he was not like that at all at until all. like a year ago, and it just it happened, and it was like, oh, he must be joking. He's making, and then it, it yeah. happened again, and you're like. Oh, that's a little strange. And then it kept happening. It's like, oh. And then the PewDiePie Bridge incident happened. Yeah. <laughs> it just. It's. Yeah. People good. have become more open about it because it's becoming. Those type of views are being normalized, in my opinion. And people are allowed to say this wild, crazy fuck shit. When someone. No one's like. There's not enough people anymore that are going. That's fucking crazy. Why are you saying? Or it's become like even if you're saying something racist, it goes into saying, "Well, that's not necessarily racist because these are facts and da da da." Where they just try to you know hide oh, behind the like yeah, yeah like pseudo statistics saying like black people just if they got married they wouldn't have these issues or black people were in better times during slavery than they were ever were when they were free like. Yeah. So yeah, I just it's weird. It's fucked out here. You don't yeah. want any more um the fallen states around. What was that? Yeah. Jesse Peterson. <laughs> That's his name, right? Yeah, Jesse Peterson. Fuck that guy. It's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. On some more positive news. <laughs> no, actually, we're going to some pretty bad news. With the sake of show. Oh, I'm sorry. We, yes, we are actually have to do one more. It's... Okay. So, it's going to be... We have two new announcements and castings for movies that... Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Wait, is this kind of culture? Or like Personal culture. Okay, sorry. So that people are, what's it called, having issues with. So we have Nathan Drake casted to be corporate in the Uncharted movie by Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man in the current MCU. How do you guys feel about that? I also want to put that in the second shot. Well, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> I'll put that in there by accident. I'm sorry. So, Tom Holland, for example... Not looks like he's twelve years old. Yeah, that's, he's playing that's baby Drake. Thing. Like he's like baby uh, G- and, baby and, genius. Now that, that I think about it, because like the first thing that I went to do was I looked up how tall he was because in the MCU everybody is pretty much built to look bigger than him anyway. Like you got Thor, you got Captain America. All these people are like huge. And then I was thinking about like how tall is Tom Cruise because I could see Tom Cruise. Tom being Cruise big. is very small. Yeah, He's our age, and I could see Tom Cruise being Nathan Drake. So then yeah. I went back and I was like, okay, I mean, if he's short, I think Holland's he's too baby face. That's my. Okay, it's not the it's not the height. It's I think, the face. Yeah, his face, face. is. But it's I'm thinking grizzled. if they and skinny. Yeah, if 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 he bulks up a little bit, not not too much, but a little bit, and maybe get some facial hair or something, you know, the change the hairstyle. Get the swoopy hair. Yeah, yeah like yeah. the hair. I think it probably probably will look fine and he's a really good he's a actor, good actor yeah. so i think it might actually work out um no he needs to work out if anything he's way yeah. too small and scrawny like he looks like a 15 year old like and i'm not trying to be a dick but like he doesn't look like a grown man like i don't know how old he is, is he he's 23 yeah he's like 20 yeah. he's 20 see that's what i'm saying like no, no offense but like, these actors they they get also paid to work out to be they looking, can, uh, yeah yeah he, that's the thing when you're when you're trying to be uh when you're supposed to be a teenager on a movie, you're gonna look different than if you're you're gonna be an adult. And I mean, we've seen Bale, who are, not everybody's Bale, but we've seen Bale and other actors like that go from like crackhead skinny. Yeah, like yeah. So <laughs> only I, thing is that like he can grow facial hair. I don't know if this kid can grow facial hair. He well, probably they, they have can't prosthetics for that. Yeah, yeah he probably well, Drake shades, doesn't but, have that much facial but Drake's hair. like a normal looking average guy, like not average guy, but like he looks like a normal like well built dude. Like he looks unless he hits the gym like tonight. I just don't see him looking like Nathan Drake. Like, me and Bert were looking at her. I think Chris Hemsworth, like the guy who plays Thor, would look mm-hmm. way better as Nathan Drake for him. Yeah, and I feel like Nathan Drake is more like yeah, like 30-something. Yeah. Right? Like, I think early 20s for like the first like 20-something. Well, yeah. well, we also don't know any details. Yeah. It could be a very early storyline where he okay, is in his yeah. 20s. Maybe he's just in a, like, just a high school like version. they missed the mark <laughs> with Mark Wahlberg. If they had done that with yeah. him. Well, Mark Wahlberg is racist. So. Yeah, he's trash, but what's it called? Mark Anybody that... He beat oh, up an Asian right. man, like an old Asian man, before he even got famous. Oh my like, word! Beat him bad. Damn. But yeah, had like I feel like they if they had they could cast anybody. With black people too, didn't he? I feel I like check on that one. I feel like he also had like an issue. Back but I know he day. like targeted no Asian man just yeah. just oh, because. Yeah, I mean, he's from Boston. It is one of the racist, most racist there cities in America. So, but um, I I'll say I'm uh I honestly I don't mind an uncharted movie happening. I probably I don't even know if I want to see it. It's just one of those things where, like, I've... It's all, it's all. Yeah, like, I played a 20-hour or whatever Uncharted game, and they're going to break that down into an hour and a half. It's not going to be as good no matter what. Out of yeah. all the series and games that I feel like could be made in the movies, Uncharted tops my list, because all you have to do is I make agree. a Indiana Jones light. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's just Indiana Jones been in the jungle. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm sure it'll, it'll be fine. Uh, I trust... Um, no, especially if Naughty Dog has any sort of 
like leverage on it. Yeah, leverage on it. It would be Shuhei good. Shuhei Yoshida is going to be at the site at all times. Yeah. <laughs> I think, it, like, I like, I would like to see an Uncharted movie, to be honest, because that could, again, that could literally be a whole new, like, trilogy series that people could really, like, fuck with mm-hmm. if they do it right. That's my only thing with y'all saying, like, no offense, Uncharted movie would be boring to shut. It's shit. It's just, well, you think just, Uncharted is boring No, I like Uncharted too. It's just like, it's just the Indiana Jones. That's, that's the just point, it. Though. Big gunfights, that's it. Yeah. That's the point. Well, the set pieces, I think, are, well, I'm, honestly, I, could, I haven't seen Indiana Jones in a while, but, like, I think the set pieces are cool. Like, if they do the specific set pieces from the games, like, the boat or the uh, if they could have the, the, him climbing the, house, the train the airplane, scene the from train, two, yeah. that's all I need. Or the or the, or the train chase on the bike in four. Yeah, like it's all you need. All that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it'd be cool to see because it's, it's kind of like the fast movies, which like I don't I'm not into that series, but every time I see a Hobbs and Shaw trailer, I'm like, this just looks Hobbs like so much Shaw fun. Hobbs and Shaw is a fucking superhero, we, movie. We and watch, I am hype. Who we watch go? Yeah, that was like, is this even in the same universe? Anymore? Yeah, exactly. And I'm imagining like that's sort of what Uncharted it's fucking fighting a mutant. Yeah, so um, yeah, it, it could be interesting. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm interested. Hobbs and Shaw is literally Winter Soldier. And then yeah. Robert Pattinson has been cast as Batman for the upcoming movie. Look, I know what you're gonna say, Brent. I did not think Ben Affleck would be a good Batman, but damn it, those little bit of Ben um, him Batman and Batman for Superman and him and Suicide Squad, I loved it. He did great. Like I think Ben Affleck was probably my favorite Batman. I think he's mine too. So like he portrayed him perfectly. Who knows? And also he might not be actual Bruce Wayne. He could be Terry McGinnis, and that's um Batman Beyond. So like he could just do a different variation. From of Batman. what I've heard, he's stepped up as an actor. So yeah, people only know him from Twilight. And people keep, like, everywhere I keep seeing on Reddit or Twitter, people are like, he has done more movies since Twilight. Don't put him in this box. Like, I, I saw okay. the movie where he was, like, it was, like, him and his girlfriend, and they were, like, he, was, he had, like, cancer, and he overcame it just to die in 9-11. That movie was good as shit. I remember I watched that. So, like, it, it, I don't know. Just give yeah. him a chance. We can write him off. At this point, DC needs needs anything. I was about to say, <laughs> my issue isn't with the casting. I just think it, DC, it's yeah. over. It's <laughs> just start it's over. over. <laughs> it, we know it. DC is just like keep going. I just feel like they had a good stride so far. They had Wonder Woman was good, Aquaman was good. I hear good things about Shazam. They just need to God, focus on this out. shit. You didn't like Shazam? I just forgot it came out. I wanted to see it too. I just, I, it's just at the point where I'm like, do I want to dedicate my time trying? To like go see all these movies like I do with Marvel, knowing that at They're some nice. point it's just gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna again be a telltale thing. They're gonna come in one day. <laughs> all right, guys, it's <laughs> over. <laughs> we're shutting down. <laughs> we're gonna, we're keeping, we're keeping five people on to finish this movie, but that's it. <laughs> you like the Sonic movie right now? They just need DC just needs to find a good ground because they. I just feel like if DC Comics just went into the fucking app version with like Suicide Squad, I mean Titans or D- or Doom Patrol, where they can curse, there's blood and people are dying, I think those movies would be so much better. But they keep trying to pull back to this, because I keep they were trying so hard to be Marvel, but put their little dark and edgy spin on it, where DC do- it doesn't work. But like DC the Marvel need movies to be- aren't like dark and grim, are they? That's what I'm saying. DC's dark and grim in general. But so DC's trying to make it themselves and be dark and grimy. But it doesn't work when you're trying to make lighthearted jokes. The biggest thing with DC is just it's too fast. Like Marvel developed very slowly over time. DC just... Justice League should not have happened. I'll tell you that. It shouldn't. Yeah. It should have been like two movies at least per character. Then you do Justice League. Because you throw people that no one's like... I'll say a perfect example. Do you even know who Victor Stone is? Have you ever heard of Cyborg prior 
No. <laughs> like too oh, like well, tight. <laughs> like no. that's the problem. So you throw cyborg in there mm-hmm. and people like so like you have to explain to people why there's no green arrow or why there's like no, like, no green. No, you know Green Lantern, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you make more sense to put someone like him for like everyone knows? Like, I know Marvel did like by throwing random characters in that like you know people won't remember like yeah, the Guardians. But they did that they did that years down though. the line. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say like you could have done characters like Cyborg and Teen Titans like, years later. It just like a lot of shit just didn't make sense. Where like we'll pick these characters that yes, because we're trying to stay true to our comics, but no one gives a fuck about Cyborg unless you're like in our age group. Yeah, you watch the cartoon, but you know what I mean. Like they made some dumbass decisions, and it, I don't know. They they gotta find a way to get back on Marvel. But Robert Pattinson is not going to ruin that series to me. They're, he's not going to do any worse than what DC has done already. Why is your name Martha? <laughs> I'll never forget that. That was a good movie. No. It was a good movie. I, I, I tweeted it out the other day. <laughs> Alright, now we are it's going... It's time for the seat. Shut it. Yeah. It's time for the seat. Shut it. Yeah. Yeah, I had to be for a second. Yeah. It's time for the seat. Shut it. Shut it. Y'all know what time it is over here, y'all. y'all Church can... organs, please, friend. Yes. Because people are sick and they are shutting out in this world. They're not doing so well, y'all. Some people are struggling. So this is their time where you come and I give y'all the tea on who's struggling, who ain't doing so well. We gonna come? Pause. Oh, no. Uh, no coming over here on this part of the, uh, on this segment. But we gotta start with the boy... Our cousin or, or sister, uh, Kaylin's boy, love it. Anthony Joshua. <laughs> he ran so much mouth, saying, "Oh, this boy Andy, he don't want it with me. If he keeps running his mouth, it can either go the easy way if he stop talking, or it can go the hard way if he sure keep stops. talking." You know what they say, Brent? Everybody has a plan until what? Until you get hit. Until you get a hit. Until you get punched in the mouth. Until you get punched in the mouth. Right, right, right. <laughs> And he, he got punched in the mouth. And multiple not times. only time he get punched in the multiple times in the mouth, he lost to the equivalent of me. Like they picked the guy that looked like me off the street. He was like, "You want a box?" You don't look that bad. He looked like look a that, Kevin. Damn, right? like, <laughs> damn, <bro. laughs> you know what I mean? I was gonna say, Kevin trying to give himself some like. I'm gonna say that bad. That's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but the he probably front door clay from Stargate, the toughest wider. guy at the cookout. Like they picked him <laughs> to box. <laughs> and that shit worked. Joshua was on his knees, got knocked down a few times, and to be fair. Joshua knocked Ruiz down maybe what, two or three times. But when it really came down, Ruiz came with the hook, hit Joshua in his temple, and he was down on his knees looking daisy. He looking lost dizzy. his jobber. And it all feel like that guy was supposed to probably have been knocked out in the first round. Yeah. No one had any idea who he was. No, but and now he took all his belts, all three of them. And Joshua was embarrassed. He had three belts. Yeah, and lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was possible. The best thing was like, what's it called? Three on the line. How does boxing even work? To be honest, <laughs> I don't know. The best thing I saw from that, there's a tweet that's going around like, Anthony Joshua in 2012 was like boxing in the Olympics, and the guy who beat him literally was talking about how he took a shit one day and like on, on Instagram, like that's what they were doing, oh. like within like <laughs> the same time. <laughs> 
and he just lost to like the literally like the average Joe. It yeah. really looks like a, like something from like a movie or something. It's shit. not like he's butterbean or nothing like that, where he's like a big ass dude in the first place. Mm. This guy just looks like he works at Lowe's. He is a fucking dad. <laughs> he's a fucking dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just my issue. Yeah, and Joshua over here. He's just a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. You see how he looks? Sure, I'll do it. Yeah, I see. <laughs> he's like a fucking dad. Like he's some dude. Joshua, big perfect body man standing over Whoa. here. I mean, that's what all the ladies tell me. And um, <laughs> the shit, that's what all the sport people tell me. He's an Adonis, whatever the so hell that means. Funny. I don't even know what that means. They call him Adonis and the perfect body. And he got knocked the fuck out. That's all I know. And so. He's, he's definitely shut in. Yes, he's shut in. Deontay Wilder me. was laughing the whole way through his day. Yeah, through his day. So, next, y'all, I gotta go to the next one Tracy Morgan. Purchased a Bugatti Veyron. I know how to say that. <laughs> in New York, for one million eight hundred ninety thousand dollars. Pretty much two million dollar car. Yes, he purchased. Uh, this car came out. It was new in two thousand eleven. He bought it used. Of course, they don't make them anymore. He takes this car out, trying to get out, out of um, Manhattan, get home. Fifteen minutes after purchasing the vehicle and driving off the lot, a Honda CRV. Side swipes him. Have y'all seen a video, the videos yeah. of it? Oh, man. Yeah. So he's getting out the car. Hey, lady, get out, get out. And uh, she comes out. And I thought he might he might catch a case and swing on the bitch or something. But no, that didn't happen. They talked it over. No one was injured, of course. And thankfully, it's not Tracy's fault. But this lady, her insurance is about to get... Very, very high. I'm, I'm done driving if I'm this woman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm downloading Uber, Lyft, taxi apps. <laughs> Her shorts age is about to be is above He's me. He's smiling, yes. It is, it is above me, man. <laughs> so, right. Tracy's not in the sick and shutting. He's also sick and shutting because why are you driving a fucking car like that in New York? Well, Probably one of the worst places to drive in America. You buy it? I guess you got it. In the middle of town, somehow. New York? Yeah, I feel you. I it's bet you won't do it again. I bet you he won't do it again. I but, hate uh, Tracy Morgan, so this just feels me. Why do you hate Tracy why Morgan? I love Tracy. Man, just bounce back. I hate the way he talks. I hate the way he carries himself. I just hate Tracy Morgan. He carries him. Talk what does that mean? I can hear him. I know this bitch not just hit my call. I'm sure it's probably. I know he probably got out. The girls <laughs> probably laughing like she like just she just couldn't help it. Like it's like he's just so funny. <laughs> like he's like, like, terrible. Oh, <laughs> so his car is in the second shutting, and. Good Lord, I can't imagine. No, I would not be praying for it. I'm praying for that <laughs> car. Yeah, pray, we praying for the car. Because, I mean, he rich. He'll be all right. Yeah, those things, they only made but so much of them. So, How much know. do you think it is to fucking repair a scratch off of that, though? Good grief. Good. Probably, he probably has a guy. I'd probably cry, though. Like, if they told, like, it's probably like, yeah, you have to pay $30,000 to replace that car. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Something like that. Wow. Wouldn't be surprised if it was more. All right. Um... Tristan Warkinson, Warkinton, I'm sorry, is next. He is receiving death threats for comments he made on live TV. Have y'all heard of him? No. Okay. No. So, the Raptors in the in the Warriors in the you know NBA Finals, and you know in Toronto they have Jurassic Park, where all the Toronto fans watch the game outside live outside of the arena. Mm-hmm. So. After oh, this, it's called Jurassic Park. That's fine. Yeah, it's called Jurassic Park. After this, a news reporter lady comes up to this guy, white guy named Tristan Warkington, on live TV, and she asks him, "So, how is the 
atmosphere down in Jurassic Park during these games. And he's like, it's just absolutely amazing, miss. And let me just tell everybody. He says, Aisha Curry, I want to fuck you in your pussy. He says that on national TV. The lady <laughs> snatches the mic away from him. I'm so sorry. I did not know he was going to say that. He claims he was drunk. And that caused him to say this on national TV. But now he's receiving death threats. So, oh, wait, 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 wait. Is, is this a random guy? Random guy. They just asked him, how's the atmosphere in Jurassic Park? He says, it's great. The atmosphere is crazy. And I just want to tell everybody, Aisha Curry, I want to fuck you in your pussy. No. This is exactly what she wanted. Uh, this, is, this is literally what she wanted. No. And I'm sorry. I don't feel bad. <laughs> This is a. She wanted this. Wait, no, that's not true. Not that, but like. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, I should try. Who's so thirsty and wants to be ogled so bad? Yeah. You got it. This is the type of that you want. Oh, oh, oh. Tristan, real, I real stand quick, on the Aisha Curry thing. I think that was taken out of hand. That was just her on. Like you said, dumb shit on this podcast all night. We've all said dumb stuff, but I don't think it was supposed to, like, go out. Into the wild like it did. No, but it no. did. No, Dave, it did. And She's it's, like, it's all right. I'm so tired of everybody looking at stuff. Why, why is nobody looking at me? <laughs> I, I do my cooking show. I, my I don't want to see you and your bum ass cooking show. Listen, right. we'll I'm, I'm, three kids. Yeah. That that that, was, that show that was it was women talking aimed towards women. That's not aimed towards us. We I saw a woman on Twitter that. dragging her too. So I'm standing with those queens. But the thing is, like, I don't that. understand how she can even say something like that. Like how she's upset that he has what's it called getting all the limelight. Your husband's in the fucking finals. He's one of the biggest basketball players of this decade. <laughs> like, how do you not expect people to care about him? <laughs> like, like, how can you get but jealous? You watch your bum ass cooking show. Right. Not even that. No, no. I should hear this. She got what she wanted with Tristan. I'm gonna yeah. tell the real truth. Yeah. You're not that cute. I'm sorry. Whoa. There's there's wow. better looking girls out there. I'd rather be well, one gin and tonic, and it's all you need. Yeah. Right? Okay. Come on. Y'all not gonna stand with me? I'm oh, just saying, Aisha Curry, for real though. I just think it wasn't that. Like, it's not like she was like mad. She was just no, like, no, she was mad. Uh, she was like, you know, it'd be nice if people like ogled me. The clerk she would just kind of look at me. Whoa. She wasn't like she well, wants Tristan. I I want people to. Say they want to fuck me in my pussy on that. That's exactly what she wants. Well, you opened the door. Yeah. She opened the door. She should have never said. She left it ajar. I'm just saying. And Tristan found his way in. It's not like Steph was out here being like Lamar Odom or um, Tristan Thompson out here just cheating and stuff like that. You got a good nigga at home. Be happy. Right. There you go, Kyle. That's the key. If I'm I'm Steph Curry, there's a thousand girls I could fuck. And I'm staying home with my wife. Being his black man, he's, don't he's sitting home in his fucking dad Under Armour shoes in Cookout Twelve. Yes, hanging out. he <laughs> Under Armour shoes. That's how you to know. Get, he's to get back normal. to the topic, I don't. My man, she was drunk and all, but you gotta learn to handle your. You are not. No, no, no. He is not on the second shutting because she said she wants some attention. Tristan got. <laughs> it don't matter. She said that and all, and you can say what you want to say, but you got caught. When you was a little too turned. Wait, we need a hot take from you. And that's okay. on you, my brother. So, um, Aisha Curry in her thirsty comments. Okay. A guy went on live TV and said, Aisha Curry, I want to fuck you in the pussy. Whoa. Isn't that the type of comment she wanted? <laughs> um. It might low, be a little extreme. Low but key, she did. Though. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. You're not the one, Devon. Oh, <laughs> you said no. I mean, not in that way, obviously, but like. 
He that's opened the door. She opened yeah. the door. And now, now the guy's getting death threats for saying that on live TV in Toronto. They're we're all, oh, we're the Toronto fans. They're yeah. all from Steph. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. All, <laughs> that's, that's the next thing. Like, what type of fucking fan you gotta be? Unless it's Steph, Steph's brother, or his family it's members. Steph, it's Dell. It's this, Riley. Send this random. Send this random fan a death some death threats. Come people on, send death threats over everything. Yeah, the great cooking show. Sure. That was the wrong time to say that. Though. Niggas be no, like, they broke the ice. Machine at McDonald's. It's in I'm sending the death fully, threat. But you know, Aisha Curry was like, "Good." Uh, <laughs> had a death threat though. <laughs> he was probably drunk, like he said. Yeah, she, yeah, he was. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. He, he should have sent her a DM. Nobody's so. gonna kill this uh, man over. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, he would yeah, be fine. Yeah, you're right. Like, this, that's this, no, this, she wants a petition. This is what we call <laughs> a teachable moment. Like, you just gotta <laughs> learn from. From your life she got some from Greg. She got some from Tristan. She's she's Whoa. doing. She's two and zero oh right now. Whoa! Leave Aisha Curry alone. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is exactly what she wanted. That was a problem. She didn't want to be left alone. So next on the second shutting is Ja Rule, y'all. He was on the Breakfast Club stating that he wants to try to do the Fire Festival again. Let's if he go. were to get different sponsors, Let's go. he's pretty much petitioning, like advertising. If he can get new sponsors, he is interested in doing Firefest again, but the right way. Okay. This nigga lost his mind. Here's the thing: I respect him for wanting to do the right thing, but when it came to him yelling at the models to get into the water with him for no particular <laughs> reason, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> are you ready? I guess I'm not. sorry. You exposed yourself to be a massive fucking creep. <laughs> Ain't nobody hiding out with you, John This is this is sick, nigga. This is my favorite part about this is it's gonna happen. Somebody so. somebody's gonna sponsor this, oh, and God. some rich people are gonna fly out to another island, <laughs> get trapped there again, <laughs> and it's gonna be funny. It'll so be a Martin Screlly type. The one, remember the one the motherfucker that bought the Wu Tang album, Martin Screlly? Oh, yeah, it would be one of those guys okay, trying to get clout, trying to be like, yeah, so I'm standing by Ja Rule. Is someone else going to be sucking dick for water? I just don't know <laughs> what's going to be going on, yo. The stories are going to be even crazier this time around. 50 Cent's going to bail him out. <laughs> 50 Cent's oh, going to fund the 50 Cent will be the one with the water. <laughs> and he will make it suck his dick. Oh, my word. <laughs> you always there when you call. Put him always on time, Ja Rule. Well, Ja Rule, I think he's tripping, and and we um, are praying for the investors. Don't, don't do this, Ja Rule. Don't I guess do this I'm praying. Do this, ja do this Ja Rule, and live stream it. <laughs> I'm praying for the investors, though. Uh, so the last person that I gotta put on here is the it's above me nigga who worked at that hotel and posted the video of the um okay racist white lady called him on the phone or called the hotel and apparently she was talking to this gentleman and told him that he's a fucking nigger. And so then she comes to the hotel. She's trying to get her room, and he's telling her, "You can't have your room. You call me a fucking nigger. Uh, the best westerns next door." But I and, apologize, sir. Right. right. He, I'm very sorry. He kept saying, "It's above me. Best westerns next door. I can't do anything to you." Okay, he is getting dragged right now. Do y'all know that? Yeah. No. Okay, yes. Kai knows. He's getting dragged through the muck and the mire uh, by his lace fronts. I know he's getting dragged because he's apparently gay. But he put some tweets out. Some as far as years back, but some as far as this year, (laughs) two weeks back, stating that uh, he's sinning. He know he's sinning because he's gay, but he ain't nowhere near as bad as these trans people. He said um, they are sinning the most or something crazy and just totally having uh, just um, 
you know, crazy tweets against the I'm the good the type community. of the gay people, the gay folks. <laughs> the bad gay folks over there. Yeah, this so. is great because, like, you apologize and it's like, some of these tweets are from five years ago to a year ago. And it's like, wait, you can't say it. They're from five years ago, but then sneak in there. Oh, like last year. Yeah, it was also like a six month ago. ago. Like, we like, just started, oh. Six months ago, that was wild. Yeah. yeah like, nah. Tw- yeah, t- Twitter found these tweets, and he's being dragged now. So he's over here, you know, talking about racist people. You can't do this, but he's over here, just completely dragging other like it's like yeah, a other like, it's such a like disenfranchised weird elitism people. like yeah it's. <laughs> Yeah, how dare you call me the N-word, but you trannies, y'all don't count. Like, how? And then I think he says something like, and this was the best part. It was like, yeah, I've talked to some some uh, trans peop- transgender people, and they've showed me the way. And it's like, that tweet was like on, I, I don't know the actual day, but let's say it was on Monday. But the Sunday before, he was yeah. still tweeting shit about it. And it's like, no, you don't change overnight. Like, right. Be real about it. This is a public apology. That's when cancel culture works against you. (laughs) Yeah, like, listen, if somebody, if you get famous, you got to realize that they're coming for your ass. Yeah, they're going to waste every little thing you've ever done. And the thing is, or own up to that shit. Don't try to make a moment for yourself because they were in the wrong. But if your shit ain't together, don't try to look down on somebody for coming after you. And that's key, Kevin. He recorded the shit and posted it on social media. And that's what got his ass in trouble. You know, I mean, you want to roast a lady, don't get her her room. I understand that because what she did was fucked up and racist for saying that. And we don't condone that, of course. But you don't get to just cuss out the racist white people. But you can turn around and be cussing out and condemning transvestites to hell, pretty much. <laughs> and it's, it's, like I said, it's just pot me kettle. Because, like, he, he really thought, like, yeah, I'm about to get all these likes. Literally, I'm about to be on yeah. fucking Ellen for he this was shit. All <laughs> <laughs> like, life comes at you fast. <laughs> Literally. So now he's dragged and uh, taken to the bottom. But, y'all, one of my things got taken off. Back to the NBA Finals, the one that just happened last night in uh, Golden State. Beyonce and Jay-Z had courtside seats. Mm-hmm. Some random white lady who... Not the- random. I believe she's the wife of one of the owners okay. of the Raptors. Okay. I believe. Of the Raptors? I think so. Or the Warriors? It might, have been wearing, the, it might have been the Warriors. Yeah, she was wearing Warriors clothing. Yeah. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, so she was like the wife of somebody. Uh, yeah. Okay, so maybe that's why the Beehive found her so easily. Anyway, make a long story short. Everyone's enjoying the game. This lady reaches over Beyonce because uh, she's sitting next to Beyonce and Jay-Z's sitting next to... Beyonce. She is married to the Golden State Warriors owner and uh, business, yeah. like Joe LaCobb. Okay, well, she reaches right over Beyonce and is in a deep conversation with Jay-Z. They're talking back and forth, just totally reaching over Beyonce like she's not even sitting there. And Beyonce's face is very, very triggered, you can see. Oh, yeah. And right when the lady's done, she kind of, like, nudges her, yeah. Beyonce. Subtle, like, real subtle. Yeah, real subtle, right, and adjusts her seat with the straightest face. And the Beehive saw this damn clip on national TV found a bitch and just like inundated her comments with bees the emoji bees and asking her 
you know, how dare you talk across the queen? And why are you even talking to Jay-Z anyway, Becky? And just going completely off. I don't know if I condone that. But the lady's on the sick and shutting list because uh, the Beehive came and got Two that things. ass. Beyonce has a fucking cult and we have to call it for what it is. <laughs> she can mobilize people by fucking nudges on camera. <laughs> she can blink twice on screen and they will know. <laughs> Second of all, Jay-Z billionaire. He ain't got to that shit. You talk to every white woman you want. Whoa! I'm taking this in a different direction before it gets too wild. Like you're at a basketball game, you're sitting in the middle of two basketball fans who want to talk about basketball. You, you gotta know, you gotta know what the environment you're in. Hold on now, is this sexist, uh, Davon? Are you claiming Beyonce doesn't know basketball and isn't a basketball? No, but like even even if she does, you you kind of have to be okay with. The people around you wanting to talk, you can't be like upset. Like maybe they should have switched seats to something, but like should, should I just should I just move? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we've all been at events where like two people are talking to this and it's like, oh, this is kind of weird, but it is what it is. Like yeah, but I don't. I honestly don't think Beyonce meant anything too crazy by it. She was probably a little annoyed. Her like you see it on her face. That's all it yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah, yeah. thing. Like she didn't want. I'm sure she didn't want people attacking this lady. <laughs> Maybe with it being a woman. Think like, do you think you would be, you guys, would you feel any way if you're in the same situation with your wife and some niggas reaching over you to be all talking to your wife in the middle of the damn basketball game? Would you feel a certain Depends type of on what they're talking about. We don't know okay. what they were even talking about. Yeah, we you know yeah, we're we just looking yeah. by Beyonce's face. That's all we. And she was by. doing. Hey Jay, I haven't seen you in so long. I heard you're a billionaire now. Uh, like she talking about been. some life shit. And maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I am. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but they were talking about some regular shit. Like yeah, like yeah, who's winning this game? Oh, I got the the Warriors or something like that. Like who cares, Beyonce? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We love you, but it's all good. Yeah. Everybody gonna be fine. Yeah, she's she's I just like <laughs> how they put B emojis. Like, that's like the most passive aggressive thing. Yeah. Like it's not like that. It's just buzz. No, it's I, like, don't, I don't fuck with bees no more at the Black Mirror. Oh man. Did y'all see Save that? the bees. See y'all didn't see that see, shit. See we don't watch Black Mirror. Yeah, no, it's bad. Save the bees. I've seen that one. If yeah, if they ever if you ever see an article where they're like, We're creating um like be like fake bees because all the bees are getting wiped out and we need to pollinate, like it's time to shutter your houses, like <laughs> She's going down. Oh, no. I'm already terrified of bees. Are they going to swarm into one giant bee? I need to watch it. They're going to form like Voltron into a giant bee and attack? Oh, I can spoil it for you if you want. Oh, no, I'm going to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it. Well, this is. Are they going to form this giant bee on? This is like episode two or season two or season three or something like that when this happened. But I've seen the shit, though. Yeah, it's a good episode. Okay. But, yeah, don't mess with bees. Sorry. All right. And last thing. It's for this week in the S's. This week in the Brents, if anything. Cause, uh, this week in the Warriors. Destiny is not here. Yeah, Destiny is one of the people going so, with um, Kevin, could you sing this week in the S's for a Brent? This week in the S's. Whoa. Oh, 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 oh. oh the Michael McDonald. Ah. Michael Bowles. <laughs> <laughs> that was a kidney stone passing. <laughs> that was a kidney stone that was a real pain right there. It wasn't doing bad. I, I, was, I, was it for a little bit. I thought you was done. Oh, <laughs> you oh tried, God. tried to freestyle. <laughs> oh, Kevin, I appreciate that, hey, man. But I think I, Kevin might got to get added to the list one now. <laughs> 
got extended a little bit. Do you know what the essence is for us, though, David? I don't. I don't okay. know uh, Destiny usually does this segment. She talks about something related to sex, science, or society. We live in a society. So, yeah, three Okay, essence. I remember this from when I was on the last time. Okay, we were right. talking about this. So now it's like a full-fledged idea now. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she does it every pod. And uh, since she's not on this one, I saw something online that relates to sex or science. Or society. I think this is probably more sex. Ooh, anyway, but yeah, that kind of had me interested. I have a little story to go along with it. But I was reading about mothers getting aroused while breastfeeding, getting wet. Good night. Because they're, you know, they <laughs> love, because they would enjoy getting their breasts stimulated during sexual encounters. But while the baby's down there sucking and licking, they're getting wet. You know, I am not comfortable with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just saying what I read. And some the thing said that fifty percent of women get aroused during during breastfeeding their baby. Some their breasts are so tender that they hurt and they don't like it. But other ones are like feeling it. So I this was really interesting to me because... I know why that? incest porn is now the most searched thing in America. <laughs> wow. Whoa. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the whole, you're getting wet from the baby? Oh, It was maybe Monday or Tuesday. I was walking. I was at work. And to get to my job, you got to walk through a hallway where people do fingerprinting for new jobs and stuff. So I'm walking through the hallway... There's a lady, a young lady, kind of cute. Looked like she could have been like okay, Russian man. or foreign exotic or something. She was sitting there with her baby breastfeeding. So I'm walking down the hallway, and I can always spot a cute woman. And I'm thinking, oh, this lady's kind of cute. It looked to me like she was just holding her baby. And I said, oh, she's kind of pretty. So I get, I get closer, and I'm like, titties out. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm not going to be a creep today, though, Brent. I'm going to keep on looking straight not and walking. Satan. Brent, don't yeah. lie. Not to today, Satan. Don't, don't, lie, lie, don't lie on this podcast. Bro. No, no, no. no. Lying. He, try, he be trying. I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, <boy. laughs> no, I'm not lying today. I wasn't going to be a creep. So I walked by her, and then she, um, hey, excuse me. And I'm like, oh, yes. And, like, she has the bra on where the titties are cut out and the baby's sucking. And I'm like, look, I'm not supposed to look. I'm trying to look straight in her eyes. And where I'm do saying, I look? He was working hard, Brent. He was Lucy all around you. She was young and cute. But she's like, hey, um, um, is there a bathroom around here? I'm like, yeah, there's a bathroom actually right here. It was, like, right down the hall, right there. And she's like, okay, do you know if it's a private bathroom? And I said, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I don't know really. I don't use these restrooms, but I know it's right down there. You just like, oh, Okay, thank you. And at that's that exactly point, these restrooms. I mean, restrooms. At that point, she like the baby, adjust the baby. Baby's mouth comes off the nipple, and I see a brown nipple, and I'm like, no. Okay, okay, bro. Look her in the eyes, so and I you, say, you clearly just didn't look her in the eye, bro. I was looking you in just the eye. Really admitted to not looking her. He was in the looking eye. the baby in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it was peripheral. Oh, yes. It was out of my peripheral vision I noticed the nipple, but I kept my eyes on her. I said, okay, thanks. Have a good day. I turned around and I started walking away. And he goes to himself, oh, my word. Yes, I'm thinking that, like, what is going on? If I knew, though, that she was getting wet by breastfeeding this baby, and if I wasn't married, then I could have said, hey, miss. 
drop your baby for like 10 minutes. Do you what need some fuck? help? Do you need some help? Like, I can, you know. Okay, Bert, you know what? You need what to is chill, pig. What the fuck is wrong with you? You want to come in my car and finish this? This is why you wanted to talk about your baby in the car. Finish breastfeeding your baby. I mean. I don't You're know. Sick nigga, Brit. That's the thing I say to you. Call, call, say, I am calling the police. Let <laughs> me check the bathroom to see if this private or something. I don't know. Like I could have, I could have. She was crying out for help. She was wet feeding this baby. Okay. How do you know she was wet? Because of what I read. Talking about. I put something on this week in the S's because you weren't here. Uh, it's about we mamas getting aroused while breastfeeding. Mm. A report says that 50% of women get turned on while feeding their baby, breastfeeding their baby. This is not news. Oh. To men with penises, yes, it is. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. To but me. even if you read, I think it was in the color purple. Um, what was. Okay, the movie. What was Oprah's character in the movie? Six. Sissy. Sis. Sicily. It's been a long time. Whatever. Yeah. She. Sadie. Say it maybe. Yeah. Daenerys. Her. <laughs> um. Yeah. She was never attracted to men. She was kind of attracted to women, but she never had a relationship with a woman. And she said the only time it ever felt good or like she got like some sort of like sexual satisfaction was when the baby was nursing. Whoa. Yeah. That makes total sense though. Only like time. it's an erogenous zone. Mm, yeah. yeah you, no, you missed just missed. Up, you came at the end of Brent's climactic story, but this yeah. is. <laughs> Brent probably committed a crime. <laughs> no, he's on my. Well, with the standards of the judicial system, um, the justice system at this <laughs> point, you probably have committed a crime, or you could be charged for it, even though you haven't. Go ahead. Oh, man. What did you say at the end? Brent oh. wanted to take the woman who was breastfeeding into his car. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say all Put that. Put the baby in the first seat. Put the baby in my car. Put the baby in the dashboard. <laughs> if I were single, first off, and if... That makes it matter. Where is the baby going? That's the thing that was wrong. <laughs> and if I knew she was Brent getting... always putting that prerequisite. If I knew she was getting turned on while feeding her baby, look, I'm walking by her and she asks me... And she's kind of cute, young girl, feeding her, breastfeeding her baby. Hey, um, is there a bathroom around here? And I'm trying, I'm looking in the eyes, I'm being good, and I say, yeah, there's a bathroom right here. And she's like, oh, okay, thank you, and adjust the baby. Baby's mouth comes off the nipple, and I see a brown nipple of the peripheral vision, but I'm still looking straight at her. And then um, I say, okay, well, yes. I, you know, she asked me if it's private. I tell her, I'm sorry, I don't know if it's private. And titties out, but I'm like, okay, we'll have a nice one. And I turn around and I walk away. But I'm just saying, if I knew she was aroused and I wasn't married, she was probably looking. Well, I can't say that. Everyone's just silent. I'm just saying that. We're just, we're just, listening. I, we're just listening. I could. It never gets better. <laughs> I could have given her more assistance. That's all I'm saying. Are you is are you offering now? What's happening? Like, is she Brent listening like, to this? Ah! Like, this woman was breastfeeding. Oh my fuck! No, no. Ah! What does the baby do? That's just strange. I feel like a woman like. Nigga, yeah, what you just said was strange. <laughs> a woman's breastfeeding and sees a man walking by, like you wouldn't be like, oh hey, can you help me with my it's titty hanging out? You would just probably be like, oh let me ask somebody else, or let me figure this out myself. She's like, hey, there's a guy walking by. Maybe I shouldn't be Women breastfeeding. Are, what you think? You think women wouldn't? I'm confused with what you're saying. 
Well, a woman wouldn't try to like entice a man with her titty out feeding her kid. Well, not entice him, but just like ask him a question, ask for help. Yes, because she's thinking I'm embarrassed. I don't want this to be out like this. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm gonna wait till somebody else come by or something. There are two types of women that would totally be fine with it. One is like the hyper feminist who wants to put it in your face, like, hey, you better get used to this. Mm-hmm. Stop sexualizing my tit. Mm-hmm. And the other woman is like the one that low key like is a nasty bitch and just like wants <laughs> to like know that like you're thinking about it. And yeah. she's like, I don't know. There's so you're saying I should carry. I don't know what you're saying about what she's You don't said. know that story, yeah. <sighs> oh wait, is she the is she the one that felt bad because everybody comes up to her husband and doesn't oh, yeah. come up to her? Real thirsty. Um, yo, that is so thirsty for milk. Mean thirsty for milk. Not for milk. <laughs> 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 she's, she's real thirsty. I just want to somebody fuck me. This is all she was trying to say. No. <laughs> I said it wasn't that serious, but I got. Flamed, so right. Ariel came down. I, I was like, Oh, yeah, here we go. Like, real niggas about to step up. And then she was like, Yeah, and I was like, Whoa, she was real thirsty. Wasn't she just she was just feeling insecure? Like, she not wanted, she wanted guys to fuck her, she wants guys to, she wants to be ogle. That's it. Uh, yeah, I think she wanted like male attention, yeah. which mm-hmm. is why is that surprising in this society? It's, like, every, no, no, it's surprising because. How are you jealous of your husband when he's one of the biggest fucking basketball players of this generation? He's in the fucking finals right now. Why are you insecure about him being famous when he's on TV every night in the fucking finals for basketball? I think it's abnormal. What? I think it's abnormal for a male to get so much sexual attention based on... But he's an athlete. Of course they're going to get no, sexualized. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, but like the average relationship, I feel like, most of the time, it's the woman that's the one that's looked at, you know, in the couple. Mm-hmm. And to kind of be like the second fiddle, or to feel like, and didn't she have a baby or something? Like, that fucks with your psyche, with like too. Kids. Yeah, that, that yeah and you feel weird in your body. Like, I totally get it. And I totally understand how she could feel that way. And I feel like everybody's just being really mean to her. And I don't like it. I'm saying is, I think she's just being weird, though. Because, like, she runs a cooking show, you have your last little family, I'm sorry that enough guys don't argue you. Do you want a tons of dick pics in your DMs or something like that? Do you want right. more Tristan? Does that make you happy or like what? I like, feel like Kai might have sent her I don't like, think, some angry I don't messages. Think she wants I don't think she's necessarily saying that she wants that. I think she's just saying like it kind of fucks with her to think like, oh man, like I'm not getting the attention that I used to get or that I think I should get or whatever. And... I don't know, you being with this big athlete, like, he's not just with you just because you're smart. Like, obviously, a lot of what you got had to do with what, how you looked. And, like, if... Like, to him, I don't think she's that bad. That's just me. So, but the thing like, is, Seth what? Curry isn't, like, that type of guy. He's, like, a regular fucking dude. He's modest. He, like I said, he wears, like, he's, like, a boring dad guy. Like, you know what I mean? Hey, I saw an episode of Martin about this recently. He's fucking hosting a golfing show. Is it Tina? Tina's right? Martin's girlfriend? Um, Gina. 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 Mm-hmm. Where Martin was trying to impress this, uh, this like, guy. He was, like, a, he was trying to hire him for the radio show or something. And so, apparently, Martin heard that if you impress his, impress his wife, he'll give you whatever you want. So, he was kind of flirting up with the wife and stuff. And then Gina got upset because she was like, he does, he's not giving me attention recently. You know, he's been busy and everything. 
So Gina was upset, especially when she was at dinner and he was flirting with the man's wife. And it's like similar situation here. Like she's not really, she don't want nobody, you know, she doesn't need everybody trying to come fucking everything, but she's just, out, you know, a little upset. All I hear you know? is a thirsty woman who does a bum-ass cooking show that no one cares about. She just wants attention real bad. Why is no one giving me attention? This you know is what? so wrong. Destiny. I'm the most toxic one in this group, and I will stay the most toxic one. We're just talking about fucking the baby's mom. The baby present. No. Baby's on the dashboard. That's all I'm saying. Actually, Yo. Brandon was just real thirsty. And we get it, sis. You just want someone to love you. It's not. Just, and now you got people. She's just the, trying to be open and honest and just be like, hey, this is my experience. And as you like, thirsty. Well, that's embarrassing for your for Steph. That's, she making it sound like he don't pay her no damn attention and he, he don't do his job at home. He needs to be focusing about the championship. Hey, other men, right. step up. That's what she's saying. No, no. And now well, the got, other thing I'll say, it's not like she like tweeted this out into the general public. This was like on a even, very specific show tailored to a very specific audience. Even worse. <laughs> How is that on a public platform? Like it's big. Twitter's one thing. What do you say on a TV Twitter show? Twitter is a public platform. Like, I said Twitter's one thing. <laughs> but you said on a TV show, you know it was gonna be recorded. You knew that shit was gonna come out. She planned it. She knew I'm Y'all are reaching way too hard. No, no, I'm, trust me. No. Right, but actually, something that Brent, um, Brent's story reminded me of. Did y'all see the, this woman who, uh, she like, sh- she didn't streak, but she like got on the field at like a soccer game yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. And she had like, it was like, I guess her boyfriend. Uh, yeah, like her boyfriend Lance has like Stewart. some sort of X-rated. Yeah. YouTube channel like it's not really I don't think it's news or anything, but it's like provocative or something okay so she did that and then the next day or something like that's going all over social media and stuff and then the next day they post this video of this woman same same lady mm-hmm. and she's uh they're filming this it. like a prank and she's in the elevator and she's like man it's getting hot in here and then she's like you know, people, whoever's in the elevator with her, you know, she did it like a few different times. They're like, yeah, you know, this is L.A. It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And then she pulls up her shirt, no bra or anything. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, oh, feeling herself up. Whoa. Prince, like, is she and pregnant? she's trying to see. <laughs> <laughs> is, she, is she feeding me? Let me help. Well, no, oh, no, hey, and, and, that's, and that's what she was trying to do. She was trying to see what would happen. So she, like, if there was a guy in there or something, she would be like, "Oh, you know, you want to oh. touch it, you know, and stuff like that." Wow. And so all these people were acting, were doing different. Like one, the guy was like, he was talking to her. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I'll do it." And then mm-hmm. the woman who was in the elevator, I get, they seemed like they were maybe coworkers or something. She was like, "Are you serious right now?" And she like left the elevator, and then like. There was different reactions, so there was like the black, this black dude who he was like, he was like popping and locking. He was like, "Nope, I am not seeing any of this shit. Like, I'm, I'm looking the other way. You're not that's, catching me." That's Steph Curry out there, hot all yes. over his wife. That is Steph Curry feeding off the hound of she devils of the In world. The there was, there was another, that's not the, the point. Is that's another, not the point. There was another guy who was like, right. They're doing too much. Exactly. One thing that I can say for certain, toxic masculinity is on the rise. Well, anyway, so this this video was interesting because people, people, I guess, I guess they expected it to go viral and like people to be like, ah, this is funny. But people were like, this is fucked up because if this was, 
if a guy the other way around or something like that. They're like they were basically saying like this is like sexual assault this is sexual or, harassment. or sexual harassment. Plain and simple. Yeah. Now, if YouTube prank videos are fucking trash at all times. Wait, no. Can we talk about the prank where the YouTuber got in trouble because he filled. I mean, he gave. Yeah, he's um, only going to jail. Period. Yes, he was. He fed a homeless he man was, Oreo face. No shit off. It's my podcast I've been today. Here for five. Yeah, because it's a prayer warrior show. Uh, and back up. Kicked to the curb. Yeah. Good night. Yeah. Good night. You're not a warrior. Damn. Uh, oh, the death on her own mm. birthday. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. No, you too. <laughs> Big dog. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he did. So the YouTuber in Spain who was going around feeding homeless people. Called Oreos with toothpaste in the middle instead of cream. You deserve mm-hmm. the He got banned from YouTube for like 10 years. I think it was like 15 months in jail mm-hmm. and had to pay the guy like $20,000 or something like that. That is so rude. Yeah, this is a very weird That's like terrible. section of YouTube. There's YouTube just pranks people doing just weird ass. People kissing their like, sisters, the fake boyfriend, oh. the, the, the shitty boyfriend girlfriend pranks. And then you got the niggas who are like actually fucking with people. You got actually carry very cooking show that no one watches. Nah. <laughs> I'm so toothpaste dumb with y'all. Y'all are just trolling. If they were so breastfeeding babies hard. or they had toothpaste Oreo no. cookies, that show probably gets more likes. <laughs> and with that, we're gonna have to end the prayer warriors. Now, can we all have our, our hands up in the oh, air? So we proclaim. Heroes. Heroes. Oh, the fuck up.